1: Nah Nah, No chance (laughs) Let's go Oh shit That's a Stranger Stranger Things hat ahead of my time bro You really are Yeah I saw you had the sweats Over the weekend too Fuck with that D, yeah Hawkins He love it Did you watch the new The new episode Not yet Not yet I'm going to I've been been saving it I don't know what for (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what for But like I just
2: don't want it to end I honestly want to wait Till July Mm. Because they did Season 4 in two parts They did part 1 and each episode is like an hour, twenty minutes, hour and a half, or whatever. And then the second part of that comes out in July, the first week of July. Like July Fourth is like kind of like their theme. If you saw season three; they did like the um, they did it in the Mall of America and shit, and they yeah. did the old school like July
1: Fourth. I don't know what what series started doing that, but I know Money Heist did the same shit. They broke it up into two. Um, I think Peaky Blinders is gonna be like that. Uh, what was the other one? <laughs> There's another one too that's broken up into two. Um, Ozark. Ozark, yeah. Ozark was like that too. Ozark yeah, no. is trash. I know, you're a hater, we know. It's good, bro. Nothing much, bro.
2: I'm chilling. How How's you doing? uh, how, you doing?
1: how the betting streets treating you? I got my ass tore
2: open last night by mm. the fucking Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. I hit on the Rangers, but I parlayed. I don't know what I was thinking, but they were such big favorites. And uh, Bueller, their ace, was pitching for the Dodgers. And the last time they played the Pirates. Was like one of the worst teams in baseball. They played them in Pittsburgh, and because of the the time difference, you know, you fly back to the East Coast. That that um, applies in all sports. He pitched in Pittsburgh and he got tore up. So I was like, all right, here's here's revenge. He's gonna bounce back. Third inning through the guy a meatball, boom, three run home run, and they were playing catch up ever since. Doesn't matter how good you are in baseball if you give like a big lead up early, it's hard to come back. Doesn't matter how good your team is because I was talking to MP because MP came over with David and watched the Ranger game with me last night and um shout out to the rangers yeah yeah big one and we stepped outside or whatever for a little we were talking and uh he was like they're still plus 110 they were losing three nothing in like the third inning and they were still plus money but only by like 100 or, or whatever so that goes to show you how good their team was and then he gave up another home run and it was ggs <laughs> did you
1: bet them again no 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 he was like yo double up double up and yo like, nah, so anyway. i mean that's not that's not the wrong advice that's something i kind of preach on with like big favorites it just didn't feel good because they already had his number in Pittsburgh. So I didn't think like it, it, it just didn't feel right. Right, right, to, right. Yeah. No, nah, but that would be a situation that I would attack. Absolutely. Like I love, you know, a couple of weeks ago when uh, the Everton game, that soccer game where mm-hmm. I wrote in the chat. Before the game, there were minus uh, 300. It wasn't the over two and a half goal one. Nah, nah. Oh, nah. man, that Champions League, bro. Dude, I was telling Danny yesterday. But real quick, the Everton, right? Like, and 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 I preach about this in all sports because it kind of makes sense when you think about it, right? If you remember what how big of a favorite they were to start the game, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: when the game starts and like you know maybe in the NFL they fall down two touchdowns because like some weird you know it's a three and out, it's a punt return, like some weird shit happens and there's still eight minutes left in the first quarter, and then you look, all of a sudden the team that was a ten point favorite is now a three point underdog. That's a good spot. That's, yeah, hell where, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. where the term value comes into play, gotcha. right? So gotcha. like Everton a couple of weeks ago, they were minus 300. They're playing at home against Crystal Palace. At halftime, they're down 2-0 at home. They need to win that game in order to stay in the EPL mm-hmm. next season. And I ended up betting them live at 15-1. to one. They ended up winning 3-2. Held mm-hmm. nine minutes of stoppage time. I thought I was having a heart attack, dropping mad swear and four-letter words at the TV. Yeah. I was like, Yo, my heart's beating crazy. Yo, that was such a fire call by you. But going back to the Dodgers thing, like, I probably, even though it didn't work out, just being honest with you, I probably would have done the same thing.
2: Mm-mm.
1: No way. I just knew.
2: And I already had $400 because I hit the bet by accident twice. So I already had 400 on them. So I was like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, what would you think of uh, the ending of Game 7? I want to open up with that as we talk about the finals. Big, meaty, thick. NBA finals preview it went exactly how I thought it would I wouldn't say exactly how
2: I thought it would but I had Boston Boston is a better team Miami didn't have enough offensively I didn't think that they were going to get another 46 47 point game out of Jimmy Butler that's hard to do back-to-back games unless you're three of the top best players in the world it's LeBron Giannis or KD Mm. you are not going to drop 50 in back-to-back games it's already hard to do it in one game and they're relying on Jimmy Butler who's a He's a, he's a he's a solid offensive player but his, his he hangs his head on the defensive end of the basketball. So I, I didn't think that you it, it just as you watched them you could tell how hard it was for them to get good looks and quality shots at the basket. You know they were relying on him to back someone down and shoot like a turnaround jumper. Like that was like his go-to shots a tough shot even mm. though you're a pro. And you could just see the flow of the game it just favored the Celtics. The Celtics had favorable matchups across the board.
1: Yeah, you've been preaching about the matchup shit for I mean, I mean, every time you come on the pod, you always talk about that, and it makes sense, right? Like the matchups are everything, and then when you look at you look at Miami, I know our people people are talking about the Max Trues call, mm-hmm. which that's not the reason why they lost. No, it's not. But I will <clears> say, I don't remember that ever happening before. Like that, that, late, late, that late, right? Yeah, like ten or fifteen points late. were scored later on, and then all of a sudden they come back from commercial. Like, oh yeah, they overturned it. You are like, damn, that's usually they would take a look at that after the play. When the next stop is next like you ball. had like one or yeah. two dead ball situations, then they still took the points. Off. <clears throat> yeah, Vegas made the call, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you buy into those conspiracies when people are like, Yo, Vegas has a rate? A little bit, yo. I'll give Do you an you really? example,
2: yeah. Yeah, I bought, I was gonna tell you, I bet the under for the game, it was 190, it was 195 and a half. You know, the game was 100 to 96. Yeah, like, I got it at 197
1: a and a half when they ruled Tyler Hero in and moved up like a point. I Which, I don't, I, don't take, I don't take my own advice, because I always say wait for
2: injuries yeah. and then bet the last minute if you can. Right. Like, if you bet and then the line changes, you're fucked. Like, say if you got, well, it didn't matter, but I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah, but that, that thinking is also like a gift or a curse, right? Because it depends when you get the right number. Mm-hmm. So, in that situation, like, for me, I got it at the right time because it went up, it went up and I yeah. wanted the under. Yeah. Now, if you wanted the over. That's when you bet it. You would have bet it when you saw that and one. And I still end, would have
2: uh, hit I would have hit it by half a point. Yeah, But I'm just saying how accurate they are every single time. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, more Insane. times than not. If you were to monitor a 100-game a sample size, yo, honestly, bro, I'd say 85% of the time, the number's going to land within a bucket. It's impressive. So it, how do it, they if, do it? It's just I've asked people about this. Like, how do you come up with a point spread? And the explanation they've given to me is they factor in like, there's a lot of things, right? Obviously, it's the matchups, who's in, who's out. Is someone hot right now? Like, you know, remember those years way back when, like, Gilbert Arenas dropped, like, 50 on, like, six straight games or some shit? Mm-hmm. It's like you start accounting for those things. But also what happens is you'll hear people use certain buzzwords in sports betting, and it'll be, like, home field advantage for this team or home court advantage is two points better than your average team, right? Mm-hmm. Or they'll tell you... Things like the the money coming in or the bets coming in will maneuver a line one or two ways. And then you have a power ranking system. Right. Like the Celtics, they think, is the best team in the NBA. They're six points ahead of everyone else. But then when you play them on the road, there's like a happy <clears throat> medium that comes to a three-point line. Mm-hmm. The game before, does that influence it? Right zigzag your favorite yeah, yeah. so basically you're getting at like analytics and
2: data right oh yeah but that hasn't always that's been more prominent and more of a staple i guess in Recently. sports right as of recent hasn't always been that way it hasn't no so they've been but they've been getting the line and everything
1: spot on for decades that's what i'm saying yeah it was originally the point spread was created to get equal action on both sides right because if i was to just tell you straight up like yo who's going to win the Lakers or the Knicks? They're playing in L.A. You're gonna say the Lakers, right? right. We're talking like everyone healthy, right? Just mm-hmm. for this example, everyone's gonna pick the Lakers. No one's gonna bet the Knicks. Right. But now, if I tell you, bro, they're a 15-point favorite. Hmm. I don't know. You know, maybe LeBron sits, maybe AD. It's a back-to-back. Let me take the 15 points. So the point spread was originally created. Think about football, like to equalize. Yeah, to get even money distributed. Because then, if not, everyone's gonna take the the chiefs playing jacksonville at home but you gonna take them by 20 probably not or if you do so that's why point spreads were created but going back to that there's a lot of things right it's public perception you know they were what, what was boston in game six like a 10 point favorite nine and a half Game six, really? No, like seven. They were like seven was the highest I it saw. Was, it. it was like I, I saw like an eight. Oh, yeah, I did maybe. see an eight. You bet a lot it, closer to the game starting, so maybe. But I remember opening it, w- it up. It,
2: it might have opened at eight and a half and then went down to seven. Yeah,
1: which is, you know, you look, at, you look at game six, right? This is how you would find value. Game six, you look at it, and they're an eight-point favorite, Boston. But then in games three and four, they were only three-point favorites. And you're like, damn, what has changed so much? And then that's where, like, the right side, I know they ended up winning, but logically the right side would have been like, yo, there's value on Miami. Mm-hmm. If in game three and four they were three-point underdogs, now they're seven or eight-point underdogs, it's like you should probably take them there. Definitely take them, right. Were you, <clears throat> were you angry as a neutral as a neutral fan, right? Money aside, Jimmy Butler pulling up for the three there? So we were, we were talking about
2: that, especially with David, too. He's a big Heat fan. And he was being biased and he's like, Yeah, I don't mind the shot. I don't mind the shot either because of the dog in Jimmy Butler. He was going for the kill shot and you have to respect that. Right. But as a as a as a as a as a person that played basketball and watches a lot of basketball, it's not a good shot from him because he's not traditionally a good three point shooter. Mm. Put game six that he had where he played out of his mind, would he shoot five of five from three? put that game aside and look at the rest of the numbers even he had a good game two shooting from three shot like three or four or whatever the case was there put the, put that game aside from game six away and look at what he shot from three what was it in the low 30s yeah it's not a good shot the defense is probably begging you to take that shot now if you slow the film the clip down and you see where Horford kind of like stopped in his tracks to try and kind of stop the ball you had Struess on the on the left wing. You had Oladipo who just had hit a three to make it a two point game, one possession game, two possessions right. prior to that, in the bottom right. Those help those defenders aren't gonna help off of them. And if they did, he probably would have dished it to them. But he had one on one with Horford in the open paint in, in in the open floor with a full head of steam coming downhill with no help behind him. And Horford was flat footed. So so even if you don't beat him cleanly to the basket, you're either gonna draw a foul or get a better look closer to you're gonna get a higher percentage shot. So, for me, I think they could have probably got a better shot. It was a wide-open three that he missed, and it was just unfortunate. But for him to take that, she's not a good three-point shooter. Yeah, he had the confidence and all of that, but, like, the Celtics probably lived with it. Like, you know, I'll live with that shot. Like, right, 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 They were right. like, you know what? They bailed them out. Because now, look, Miami was dragging. Like, if they had to play in overtime, it was probably the favor. It, it, the Celtics it would probably played in the Celtics' favor. But you never know. And also, it would have been more time because Miami had the momentum.
1: Yeah, they came back. They were down like 13 with
2: four minutes left. So if you ask them, hey, would you, would you trade maybe drawing a foul, making two free throws, and potentially going to overtime instead of taking that shot, I guarantee you. Well, obviously now they would say, yeah, because he missed the shot. But
1: you can look at it from both perspectives. Yeah. well, there's a, lot, there's a lot to break down there. And I feel as if I've ranted about this in the past. Don't you feel like the NBA and even college to a certain extent – and mind you, I'm not, I'm not the biggest like, college basketball fan, but like when you watch the clips – a lot of guys, when they're down too they they shoot a crazy fade fade back step back I mean three pointer from thirty five out because right. like in a way, do you feel like since it looks cooler, they attempt it because you shouldn't really take that shot there, yeah, but it, it was because it happens a lot like even remember when Luca and the bubble hit that shot against the clippers like they were down too, you yeah. could have easily like gotten but he does that, and it's just a more iconic moment, so if you look at that clip
2: it in the NBA that's a wide open shot. He did a wide open three. He just missed it. Yeah, he so just it, missed it's it. not
1: it's not the shot it's it's not the shot he took, it's who took the shot. Yeah, and it's also like I I'm talking about like the scenario too. Like yeah. I'm down with like, be- you,
2: you. You missed that. Like you fought all the way to get to get it to one possession game, and you missed that, and that's pretty
1: much the game. I'd sound like a hypocrite if I said I wasn't happy with him taking that shot because I want I want my best guys taking that. Well, I, I, he's a dog. Like right, he, he, right.
2: like I said, he was going for the kill shot. I respect right. that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think it was a bad it was a bad shot because he's not a traditionally a good three point shooter. But I, I have no issues with it. In, Would you have had terms- an
1: issue with that if it was a Duncan Robinson? No, cause even he's, if because he's, cause point, he's cause but he's off the dribble,
2: point. he's more of a set shooter, catch right. and shoot kind of shooter. He's not off the dribble kind of kind of guy. But uh, I still, he's a better three point shooter. He's probably mm. the best three
1: point shooter on that team. I don't know, man. I'd have more of an issue if it was like a guy like Duncan. Even though I know three is his thing, like in that moment, I lo- I love what Jimmy Butler did.
2: Yeah, like I said, it's, it's the same really. shit
1: that I say. Like, yo, I'd rather go for two if I have an elite quarterback instead of. Kicking the extra point, which I might miss because more people are missing PATs, you, and then I don't get to touch the ball again. You'd have an issue with Duncan Robinson shooting a wide open three. That was a wide open three, like I said. I would first of all, like you said, he's more of a spot up. So him dribbling into it, I would prefer my best guy going for the kill shot. It mm-hmm. just didn't work out. If he would have made that shot, they'd have a statue for him oh, out, yeah, outside yeah, yeah. of the FTX. I think it's what's called crazy now.
2: was I was on Twitter. I wish I could pull the clip up. I'll look for it later, and I'll send it to you. But Jimmy Butler, when he played in Toronto, Game 7, right before Kawhi hit that shot, he had the layup to tie the game. And it was this very similar play. He was coming down on a fast break. It was a broken play. Like, they just had missed. Got the offensive uh, defensive rebound, dribbling up the court. Beats the guy to the basket right-hand layup. Tie game. Mm. Same exact instance. Almost very similar setup. It's like a three-on-three, and he had the mismatch, and he blew right by him and laid it up. I got to look for it, but...
1: I don't know. You could
2: you could you could make points for yeah. either case easily. Yeah. I enjoyed it. That was a great series. Really really good. You think so? Yeah. Well, in I terms games- in terms of comp- yeah, in terms of competition it sucked, but in like that game 7 I think made up for it. Like you guys were complaining about it in the group chat. I enjoyed it cuz you you felt like every time the Celtics made a run to like stretch it out to like 11 12 13 the Heat would hit a big shot and just keep within striking distance so they could come back. You knew the comeback was coming. Basketball is a game of runs. Yeah. You knew the, you knew they were going to get it down and chop it down. You just felt it. Hmm. But, yeah, there was a blowout every other game. So, in terms of that, no, the, the competition level was
1: a... Uh... Yeah, it's always weird talking about series because sometimes you'll look back at a series and see that five of the seven games were 20-point blowouts, but they'll have, like, an epic game seven. You're like, yo, that was a dope ass series. And yeah. you're like, was it? Was it really? A lot of those games are blowouts, but that's also kind of the new NBA. Mm-hmm. thought about that on a couple of pods ago, how that three point shot now is everything. Like you just yeah. look at how well a team shoots from three, that's gonna decide whether they lose by five or by twenty five. It's true. And it was it was funny when uh when they showed Tatum with the with the Kobe. Mm-hmm. The uh, wristband? Mm-hmm. You were like, yo, it's over. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, you. yo, why couldn't we get that info that yeah. he texts Kobe? How dope was that? Yeah, he texts Kobe. That was I got chills. That, that was so dope. He's like, yo, I got you today. I was like, yeah. yo, I wish you would have known that. Yeah. Well, the Kobe, I, you didn't see him warming it up with it on because he had like a, a, yeah, the a shooting sleeve yeah, the on. Shoe- you yeah, couldn't yeah.
2: see it. But once they like tipped off and I saw he had like a purple armband and then you saw the 24 and like
1: yellow stitching, I was like, yeah, I texted David. I was like, yo, okay. you think hardcore Boston Celtics fans over like the age of 50 were not nah, nah. like I think that like Uncle
2: Bill, because he's yeah, one of them. Yeah. Like he would he would he would be like, that's cool. So yeah. Kobe passed on like it's it's beyond that now. Like it's like wait, 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 now wait. it's like the hatred for the Lakers. Yeah, has, yeah. Especially when it comes it's to still him. there. But Kobe, right, that's right, a touchy yeah. subject. You know what I mean? Nah, like, that's, he, that's he's true. a legend. That's true. That's that's different. It's funny because if there's one thing that could, like, break down that wall, that competitive wall, it would be him. Mm. Kobe Bryant and that happening. And then, like, uh, the Celtics' best player, the franchise player for the next decade for Kobe to be his idol. like
1: You know what I mean? That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, man. And he's... He's such a problem, dude. And and what's cool about that is that's a real
2: like rivalry. That's like 16 championships and 17 championships, yeah, yeah, like yeah. two worlds clashing, like the best of the best. It's not like the Mets and the Yankees, no disrespect. Nah, no, it's it's <laughs> You know not what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah.
1: And the Mets and the Yankees are only a thing because they're in the same town. You get it. But what's cool what's cool about that is uh you ever watch that 30 for 30 on the Lakers and the Celtics in the 80s? Yeah. Yo. At the, I mean at the time prior to watching that I never knew that those two teams played in every single 1980s final. Like the year in the oh yeah 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 yeah, it was either the Celtics and Lakers playing each other, Mm -hmm. or it was like the uh, the Magic Lakers one year, or Bird and and the Celtics the other year. And the coolest thing about that is, I was asking people on Twitter and in the Discord if you had to pick an era that you could go back to and be a fan of, and like be a fan like in your mid 20s, 30. Where you can fully understand the game, right? Like, I didn't understand football the way I do now when I was 15, right? Like, that's half of my life ago. Right. What What era or year would you pick where you're like, yo, that's I can easy. understand this? That's easy for
2: me. I'd probably say the 90s because I was... I was born in '92, so I didn't fully like grasp it. Right. Like, I mean, I watched basketball, but not like how I watch it now. I right, watch it yeah. from a different lens. Like I actually understand. That's it. what I'm saying.
1: '80s, '90s, I'd probably say. But give me be more specific. Pick like a particular year, because I have a particular year in mind. It all makes sense when I tell you. So I remember that All Star game with Marbury, Iverson, in in DC.
2: It was Jordan's last All Star game. What year was that? I want to say '98. Was that? No, 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 no. No '98. No, 98, was 98, at the He garden. was still in the Bulls. So, it, it'd probably, yeah, it'd, it'd be a year, I think, one of Jordan's last year is on the Bulls. So, like, 98, I would say. Mm. 98, 97. I mean, it's also kind of whack because... The Jets was, were good that year, too. They, they went really? to the AFC oh, title Oh, yeah, yeah. with Testaverde. Yeah, and they lost to Elway. I remember that. So, well, you would have had two... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because
1: MP said the same... Oh, no, you said that. I said you. We were driving
2: home. Yes, 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 yes. I said you 19- mentioned
1: that. If I could pick one year to go back... to it was the, the Giants. The Giants won the Super, Super Bowl in 86. They beat Buffalo... Sorry. They beat the Denver Broncos. Phil Simms went, like, 22 of 24 in the Super Bowl. And And then the Mets won the World World Series Series in 86. But if you go back even further, like... 84, 85, the Mets were really good too. And then 86, they finally get over the hump. And then also you have like the early Ewing, Knicks years. And like they were starting to become a little bit of a force in the sense of like, yo, this guy, if he stays healthy, moving on, Mm -hmm. they'll be solid. And then of course the Giants from the Super Bowl. Like 1986, and also as a big soccer fan, like my dad's favorite athlete of all time was Diego Maradona. Argentina wins the World Cup. Mm -hmm. That would have been a wild... Yeah, the hand of God, man. I was telling you about how that jersey sold for like $8 million. The highest priced piece of sports memorabilia ever. Did our guy Ken Golden sell the jersey? I not? don't know. I don't know. He's but imagine, got everything. Son, imagine having that, bro. Imagine having that and like your dumbass little kid gave it to like a friend of his, like way back, like fucking her <laughs> for like a Skittles bar. A Skittles bar, you hear me? <laughs> for like a pack of Skittles. Yeah. Because I know, bro, for a fact, I definitely gave like Pokemon in the late 90s away for like dumb shit. Like a kiss on the cheek from a girl I had a crush on, and that was like a Charizard that Logan Paul probably has now for three oh, million dollars. <laughs> I wish I could find my old
2: Pokemon cards, bro. I gave him the J, and I don't know what the hell happened to them. Probably a gold mine. Got an HIV, and um, it, he was like, his career was like winding down.
1: All right, man. I got you on because I want to talk about the NBA Finals. I always like asking this question whenever we get like a finals matchup, no matter what the sport is. Are the right teams in the finals? Yes.
2: Absolutely. The o- The one thing that I have an issue with is the Suns laying an egg in that game seven and them not beating the Mavericks and giving us the a Western Conference finals that we've been waiting for. That's the only issue I have. Everybody else, I think,
1: deserves to be there without a doubt. Mm. Do you think... I agree with you about... It's the two best defensive teams. Right. Right. And, and since like January 1st, like the actual start of 2022, the best teams in the league were Boston, the Mavericks, and the Warriors mm-hmm. from like a win-loss perspective. If you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan or if you're the Bucks, are you, are you a little sick? Are you, are you a little sick that you probably, I feel like they beat the Celtics if Middleton plays. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. We've talked about if this Kevin many. If Kevin Durant wore a size right. twelve, you can nitpick. The Bucks s- would have never won a you championship. You, absolutely, and that's the thing where, like, I don't know if I like these conversations. Do they upset me? Are they justified to say things like that? Like, yo, what if you know? What if? Because you just never know. Because there's yeah. so many what ifs. I think uh-huh. in every single championship. Like, yo, when's the last time you think a team won a title that, like, no debate, no questions asked. They ran through everyone. There's no asterisk or a footnote. Like, just a clean win where you can't look back and be like, yo, you know, this guy. The boys. Warriors probably when they beat the Cavs. The Warriors, Those. it was like no one was beating them. That's the only time in my life that I saw a, a minus favorite to win a title. Like Curry. they were minus one fifty to win the title at the beginning of the year. Yeah, that's wild, bro. You always yeah. have no plus twenty on the final. Yeah, that is pretty wild. Like the the twenty seventeen Warriors was like
2: that was Curry's unanimous MVP
1: year, right? Or that was when he won the second one. I think that was when he won. No, I don't think that was. I think that was the Harden MVP. Okay. The year he won the unanimous was in twenty sixteen. I think. Mm-hmm. It was. Oh no, that was Russ. You might be right, actually. Yeah. Russ in twenty sixteen, and then Curry. Yeah. Yeah, he had an insane year that year. But you're right, though, bro. Like, you could look back at all of them. Like, you know, if Klay Thompson don't get hurt, Durant don't get hurt, do the Raptors win? You know, there's so much. Definitely not. But I feel like Milwaukee fans could be a little, just a little salty. Yeah. Boston was good. This isn't like a slapdick team, but I feel like they could be a little like, damn, what if? And it could be justified. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're the defending champions, and they didn't have a fair,
2: healthy shot at it. They have every right to be and feel that way.
1: Between the two stars in this series, Curry and Tatum, your boy Tatum. You love that clip. Yeah, Luca versus Tatum. He love it now. Yeah, let me ask you that question now, <laughs> Luca or Tatum. Fuck out it. If you had to pick whose legacy this title would impact more, who would you say? The reason why I say that is because me personally, bro, I think this Curry legacy on the line or legacy redefining win is a joke of a conversation yeah, i think that's just to create more content mm-hmm. like the fact that his legacy is even in question would be wild to me because i think he's one of the four most influential basketball players of all time like he's on the mount rushmore yeah because I, 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 he changed so. the game of basketball with the yeah. three-point shot so to me the whole legacy standpoint like to me that that's lame like he's won three titles six finals appearances in eight years mvps Mm-hmm. changed the game like we said made golden state a powerhouse now like there's going to be a generation of fans like when you meet someone in their 30s or to 35 and they've never been to chicago and they're bulls fans it's because of mj mm-hmm. there's going to be a generation of kids 15 20 years from now they're going to be warrior fans because of staff and clay and Draymond. That's A good point yeah so if you have to pick like it has to be tatum right
2: yeah because
1: I-, I think with a ring tatum enters that level like even more so, cause like the basketball purists and like the hardcore basketball watchers, like you, you've been on Tatum for years, mm-hmm. right? You put me on to Tatum this year, like yo, he should, like we should bet him to be MVP. And I'm giving you your flowers on that. When I was telling you, like yo, Trey Young, you're like, thank you. Yeah. Why not? Why not Tatum, bro? Same odds. And I was like, oh, you know what? It was the mm-hmm. roadmap. I didn't think there would be a top three seed, but still, like he entered that vision, level of, of superstardom. Nah, well, absolutely. Yeah. If
2: he gets a ring, you put him on Giannis's level without a doubt. He's already approaching that, I feel, with the playoff run he's had. It's the most impressive playoff run I think I've ever seen from somebody. It's got to be up there. You beat Kyrie and KD in the first round in the Nets. You beat the defending champion, Giannis, game seven on the road. You have the, one of the biggest games of your career. You take down the reigning MVP and, and the defending champ. And then you beat the one seed at home on the road, Jimmy Butler, in the Heat. Mm. Now, if he caps it off with a ring,
1: how could you not? Um, yeah, it definitely impacts him more because it will be his first ring. Absolutely. Where, like Curry to me. It's this idea that because he's never won Finals MVP, that's a bad. Well, thing. I, like, I've always,
2: I've always said that. Yeah, I mean, it. it, it it's not. I can't really say because I'm. I'm gonna sound like a like a hypocrite saying this, but like, technically he's never been the best player on one of his championship teams which is crazy to say i mean you could look at the numbers the year they gave it to Iguodala, that was pretty that was that was a joke I mean, we could both agree on that but yeah i mean the the year they won it with kd they won it twice with kd kd got two finals mvps curry mm. was not the guy on that team and then the year that they won it and they gave it to iggy so yeah i mean that's definitely i don't think him winning it so if he wins if he wins if he wins the final this year, and he gets the finals MVP, it's more like what can you say now? There's nothing else you can say. Kind of thing, right? It, it's like it's not up for debate. It it never really was up for debate because like he's I think he's the greatest point guard of all time already, and there's really not much he can already add to his legacy. I, I think it's already pretty much you know sealed up and and it's not up for debate. But if for the for the naysayers and people that are you know nitpicking. If he does go ahead and get that Finals MVP this year, there's nothing you can say. But Tatum's also a lot younger. Mm-hmm. He had LeBron in his way all those years. LeBron's now in the West, and you know, the end of his career is winding down, whatever that's going to be. It's not a coincidence he kept getting bounced You know, in the Eastern Conference Finals and in the second round or whatever. It was because LeBron ran the East. So it was just bad timing, and it was unfortunate for him. But all those battles with Cleveland and LeBron helped him, just like it helped the Warriors too.
1: Tatum's only lost one Game Seven, and it was his rookie year to LeBron. Wow. Ever since then, he's four and zero, oh, four straight. Did you see that stat? Oh, fuck. I'm gonna pull it up. Pull what it was it? it? Maybe quick. I seen it. Um, what I have to do? Like what it was. was the,
2: th- it was a three Celtics teams, three separate times. They were O and they were oh and here. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? They were and six. Here it goes. Yeah, 2012, 2012, they lost in the Eastern Conference Finals with the big three, KG, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce. 2018, Eastern Conference Finals. They lost game six and seven with Rozier, Horford, and Tatum. Yeah, yeah, And then 2022, they lost game six, and then they broke the curse.
1: This was it right here. Oh, wow. Last five times, the Celtics were one-one away from the finals. Yeah. Shout out to Luke Cornett. How, Cornette. how Shout crazy out think is that? thing about Luke Cornett. It's like 75 straight years, a New York Knicks player. Yeah, 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 In the finals. Who's, who's in the finals this year? Luke Cornett, bro. He's on the Celtics. He's like the oh, 18th wow. man off the bench. That's hysterical. That's mad funny. That's mad funny. Yo, uh, going back to the, tw- the 2015 Iguodala MVP, um, because of his defense on LeBron. I know. He got torched. He, uh, LeBron was averaging 35.8, <laughs> 13.3 rebounds, and 8.8 8 assists. Great defense.
2: Oh, the NBA is so foolish sometimes. They push narratives. That's what it is. I told you that. I told you that a long time ago. Yeah, that's always been the case. It's like when they're trying to feature a guy. Like you know what's going to happen? We're going to bet right now when the show ends on Luka to win MVP next year because of the run that he had to get into the to get to the Western Conference Finals. It's he's next up. Just like when it was
1: Harden's turn. And, but I mean, like Luca's been next up for. for but I'm two, three saying three because years, because
2: it was supposed to be this year and it didn't happen this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? The the bigs, Embiid and Jokic, had two crazy. There was yo actually, I wouldn't say it was wide open, but there was a lot of candidates that she could have made a strong case for. John Morant was up there. Tatum had a strong finish. Booker, Chris Chris Paul missed a, an extended period of time. Yeah. You know there was a lot of candidates. There was two front runners, but you had a lot of names in there. Luka's name was, he was in there, but it wasn't like oh yeah he. You know what I mean? I think next year he's gonna be at the top. Yeah, nah, for sure. I'm not, I'm not saying that like going out on a wild limb saying that, but it's it just in the,
1: he fits the narrative role. It makes sense. What do you uh, – the Warriors are favored. They're minus 160 on win bet. Plus 135 is what Boston is. But before we really dive into that, Curry, does he need a finals MVP for him to be elevated even more? He's the favorite right now. He's plus money, plus 100. So it's him at plus 100, plus 180 for Tatum. The next closest guy is 10 to 1, and it's Jalen Brown. So it's basically narratives. This is one of those where, like, the MVP bar that he loves saying, like, there's no way if this team wins, this guy isn't going to win MVP, mm. which I think applies to this series. Because I think there's no way the Warriors win, and it's not Curry. Obviously, if they get hurt. Duh, but I'm saying there's no way that if the Warriors win, it's not going to be Curry, and there's no way that if the Celtics win, it's not going to be Tatum. That's not true though, because I told him,
2: and I think if the Celtics win, this I could see the Celtics winning a championship and Jalen Brown being an uh, NBA Finals MVP. He's one, the next 100%. closest at ten yeah. to one.
1: I can see that. I can see a scenario where that happens. All right, so let's do this. Excluding Tatum and Curry, if you have to pick someone, you would pick Jalen Brown, probably. Yeah. Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart? Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart for sure. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Because Marcus Smart's gonna be guarding Curry. He can impact the game on a defensive end. Reigning defensive player of the year.
1: And then the narrative of oh,
2: you know, Curry Back shot to the Iggy thing. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, yeah. They, they already fell for it once. It's happened. Um, my favorite bet. Can I give it to you? Or you wanted to wait? Does and it do that? does
1: that have to do with the MVP? No, no, no. It has to do with who's gonna win and what in what game. Yeah, yeah. hold off hold off on that. Okay. Uh Marcus Smart twenty eight to one. And then that's really it after that. You got way But inside. that's
2: that doesn't intrigue you at all. Twenty eight to one for the defensive player of the year and he's gonna be on Curry. So say if Curry has a bad finals MVP, he's gonna be the reason why. If, it, yeah, if Curry has a bad yeah. finals, he's going to be one of the main reasons why. I mean, defense is a team game, but he's going to be on him. He's going to spend the majority of his time on him.
1: I probably wouldn't bet Clay at 14-1. I feel like he just he disappears a lot, man. Yo, so, bro, I'm telling you, man, you got to go back and watch those series against Cleveland.
2: You don't remember the game no, seven? No, no, I know, no. no yeah. I know what you're saying, but I'm I'm trying to make a point that Curry does too. Curry, I it was a game seven when... The the Cavs came back from 3 1 down, and Kyrie hit that shot. He had like a a, a stretch of like three minutes of play where not only were they attacking him every play offensively, but he'd get the ball at the top of the key. And instead of just making a normal pass to the wing, he was trying to throw like a behind the back pass. He threw it out of bounds. He was just very uncharacteristic. And because the pressure was on, Like he felt the pressure, so he tried to, you know, go above and beyond and try and do things that he normally wouldn't do. You know, it was a normal play, and he would try to make it extra flashy, and it was just weird. And I always took note of that. So this series is gonna is gonna show a lot, and I do think all the greats have a Finals MVP. So if Curry wants to be considered one of the greatest basketball players of all time, not just one of the greatest shooters or one of the greatest point guards of all time, but one of the greatest basketball players of all time, he went without a doubt. I think needs a Finals MVP. Hmm. And it, it, there's a lot that that the series is going to tell you. The Celtics win. Tatum is. It's. I think it's. It's. It's time for him to take the league over. I think it's going to be his league for, without a doubt if he wins the finals. Warriors, if they win, their dynasty was never dead. Remember, people were writing them off. I mean, yeah, they're back, but if they can win, it, it's different to be back. But if they can come back after what they've been through two years ago. It, didn't even sniff the playoffs, and now you they come back and they win the finals. Not only Curry, is Curry one of the greatest players of all time. Is this the, one of
1: the best? One of the best dynasties Warriors? of all yeah. time. Not because, yo, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you because you got to factor in, like, to me the, the wildest thing that people used to nitpick with the Warriors was like, oh, you know, they went and they signed Durant. It's like, yeah, but we need to remember that they were able to do that because they drafted and developed so well. And they were getting these guys – at the tail end of the career, that could still produce. Remember, like Leandro Barbosa was winning games for them mm-hmm. too. Coming up, Sean Livingston. Yeah, exactly. Like who wanted to? Everyone had a chance at Livingston, mm-hmm. but he goes yeah. over there and he fits into this mold. I remember Nate Robinson was there for a little too. He they just up were doing that, and they were such a well-run organization, and then they were able to afford getting a guy like Durant, and they drafted and developed those guys and then you could look at the last two years for them it's like yo they didn't have clay curry got hurt with the hand and he missed like four months of the season remember i did that bitch ass move and i dropped out of our fantasy league after i paid the league fee Mm -hmm, i mm -hmm. lost like six of my top seven draft picks and (laughs) before the tenth game of the year Mm -hmm. but yo i think that's i think there's a vast difference between an excuse and a reason in anything like sports life like there's a reason, and the reason that they were struggling was because, yo, our our best that's two players it, were out. Like, man. no shit, we're going to struggle. It's not struggle. a coincidence, yeah. It's not an excuse. No. So, yeah, man, six six finals in eight years. Like That's what the Bulls did in the 90s. Yeah. And then also with them, yo, I know they lost that 2016 championship, but the 73 wins, too. Like, that's a part of that. It's you massive. don't. You don't agree with that though. If you look, all the greats have a Finals MVP. No, for sure. Yeah, he needs one. But I think I feel like if you if you've won three, and you're not the best player on your team, because that's what Finals MVP means. Right. I get that. But I think like if if he only had one ring, I feel like you would have a stronger case. Like to to me, he's won multiple. Yeah, but he's won three, and he was not
2: the best player on his team.
1: Do you agree though that the Iguadala was like, right? That's what they gave it. to. Him. That's one of the reasons why you can't name. I didn't. Yeah,
2: I didn't name the Finals MVP. Right, 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 I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Yeah,
1: and it's a it's a valid
2: point. Yeah, and we were talking about ifs and what could have been. I was watching ESPN the other day. T Mac said the same thing to Pat Beverly. Pat Beverly was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, Curry, uh, Tracy McGrady goes, yeah, but he wasn't the best player on his team." And he's like, "What do you mean he doesn't have a Finals MVP?" He's absolutely right.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a fascinating debate, man. I don't know if I could get behind it, though. I feel like if I, there's no... Uh, say at the end of... Uh, again, we're playing the hypotheticals, but imagine if Middleton won the MVP last year in the finals, right? And it wasn't Giannis. And then Giannis retires with one championship. It's like, yeah, he was amazing. He was so dominant. He was, you know, a more versatile, dominant, like Shaq. Like the comparisons they've set to Shaq, like the the size and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And this otherworldly kind of talent... And then he retires, and he has one championship. There I could see the nitpicking yeah, I see the point you're making,
2: but it that's not the case. He's won three and he wasn't the best player on his team that that's it, that those are the facts
1: yeah that's what's on the trophy yeah yeah
2: hmm. <laughs> pondering yo now right, say he loses this year does not win a, does not win the finals. He's still the greatest point guard ever. He's still one of the greatest shooters ever. But I don't think he's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. I need a finals MVP. So you think him winning a finals MVP puts, puts him, him over the top, without a doubt. You can definitely add to what he has, 1- 1,000%. Hmm. And especially against this team defensively. I- I'm telling you, there's so much for me because I love Curry.
1: I love Curry in college, and I love watching him game and how how his game transcended. Bro, I wish we had VM back then, bro. I remember you telling me about Curry on Davidson. Yep. And they you, went on that you were on that then. shit, yeah, yeah,
2: man. So yeah, I've been watching him for a long time. So I feel like I—I I mean, it's my opinion too. I, I know I have the right to make to make these type of um, like points. But say he doesn't win. But yeah, if he wins the finals, they dominate this defense. Young up and coming star trying to take over the league, and they stop him in their tracks. They win another championship, and Curry gets his finals MVP. Then there's no, there's nothing you can nitpick. There's nothing that you can say
1: yeah that's just how I feel all right I want to hear like your uh actual finals finals predictions and you know key matchups and x-factors but I got some like information on this finals as far as like historical context and just like the actual matchup itself you know that since I mean I kind of gave it away now but would you have guessed that Boston is the team that's beaten the Warriors with Kerr and Curry the most of any team in the league? What, are you talking about the regular season that just passed? Yeah, I mean, this is the first time that they play in the finals, in the right? Finals. And I know the regular season and the playoffs are a completely different. Animal. I tweeted about this, like, yo, I never would have guessed Boston. First of all, I would have guessed the team in the West because you play them more, right? Play so more, more chances for you. Well, how many times did they play? Only twice? You play twice, yeah. yeah. When you're a West Coast team, you play the East Coast home and home. Home and home. So to, to hear Boston in this and with Brad Stevens and now this iteration of the Celtics and a lot of the same pieces too, like I think Marcus Smart has been there throughout the whole duration of it. Mm. I never would have guessed Boston, dude. It doesn't But surprise. it goes back to your matchups yeah, thing, right? I'm telling you, I love the
2: way the Celtics match up with the Warriors across the board. The, the success that the Warriors had was they try to, well, that's every good team. They try to put their imprint on the game and how they want to play their style of play. The Celtics, I think, no one does a better job in the NBA than them doing that to teams. So it's gonna become it's gonna become a thing where it's like two teams trying to force their playing style on top of each other, and obviously the one that comes out with whoever style that it leads towards, that's gonna to be the winner. But it, the Warriors, what they do is they try to play the small ball and they put Draymond at the five. They were, I mean, and then they were they were throwing Looney in there in some lineups, but and I don't want to go off topic here, but it's what happened with the Suns and the Mavericks in the Western Conference Finals. The Mavericks were playing small, and they had Maxi Kleber guarding DeAndre Ayton. How do you not play through your big man? They were forcing you to try and play another way and adapt, and they refused to do it, which eventually led to the Mavericks winning because they were able to play small ball, and they got away with it. DeAndre Ayton didn't become a factor, and you know that's it. You know how the rest went. So that's what's going to happen with, with the Warriors. You got a guy like Rob Williams... He's not the most skilled offensively, but just having a guy down there who's bigger than Draymond, it's going to favor the the Celtics with offensive rebounding, just rebounding in general, but especially offensive rebounding. Um, uh, just across the board, I think aside from Curry, every other position has a favorable matchup. Every other position uh, favors the Celtics. How, how could it not? Mm. Uh, and you're going to put the defensive player of the year on Curry? Right, uh, give me that so I matchup was gonna, too. I was gonna give me that matchup that. too. I'll take that. I'll take my odds with that. They if have the Curry, best chance to. You get what I'm saying? Like if you look at the matchups, you're gonna have. This is how it's gonna go. You're gonna have. You're gonna have. You're gonna have. Smart's gonna match up with Curry. Clay's either gonna be on. Clay's probably gonna go. Jalen Brown. Because I don't think he could go Tatum. They're going to put Wiggins on Tatum. Yeah. Wiggins has emerged as their, as their, as their primary up guy. Especially coming off the Luka
1: series. You yeah, get what yeah. I'm saying? He emerged as their primary guy. So, you're going to put Wiggins on Tatum. A lot of Iguodala similarities, right? Like, <laughs> like Luka <laughs> gave him 40 <laughs> twice, though. And it's like, oh, he did this amazing thing. You're right, job. right, He's right. Like, he,
2: he did, though. He did. He the, did, The yeah. one game, he played exceptionally Look, it's well. It's the
1: same shit that we were talking about last year with, like, P.J. Tucker on Durant. It's like, oh, he did mm-hmm. so great. It's like, yeah, yep. he did... He made it difficult. Durant's still going to tower over you and hit those shots. Like, Tatum is still going to, you know, yeah. Wiggins will be there with a hand in his face. He's still going to hit it because he's one of the best yeah. offensive players in the league. But those conversations are always funny when, like, yeah. like all right, man, he's doing this great job defensively, and he has 41.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. But it's, you make it difficult for him. You make him work. You, you know, he gets that shot off with two seconds left on the shot clock. The, I'm getting hype talking about this,
2: bro. I'm so juiced up. And then let me finish. It's going to go Horford and Draymond and then Looney and, and
1: Time Lord. Yeah. So. Uh, well, Time Lord's health is going to be a big one. That, of course. Of course. Of course. And then I feel like... The, so going into
2: this, the only thing that I thought the Warriors did better than the Celtics was shoot threes. Mm. I think give me everything else that the Celtics do over the Warriors. But the, Celtic, the Celtics bench, I don't think... You have Derek White... Pritchard uh, uh, and Grant Williams, sorry, exceptional defender could guard one through five. You know whatever he gives him offensively is a bonus, but he's there to play defense. But give me the Warriors bench over the Celtics bench. I, I think the Warriors get get the nod there with Poole.
1: Yo, Grant Williams has there ever been a, a weirder player to watch on TV? Because there are times where I see him and I feel like he's six two, and then there's other times I feel like he's six ten. Well, he plays big. Yeah, he plays big. That, yeah, that's a that's great not compliment. A slight to him. No, 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 I know. But I'm saying he's just like. The versatility and the way he plays. That's the biggest compliment
2: you could probably give a basketball player, one of, is that they play big. So, like, like someone undersized, like myself, like if I were to guard someone like 6'2", 6'3", and, like, you know, it doesn't look like he's getting the best of me or whatever, and I stick with him. You know, I play big. That's, like right. a, that's a compliment. That's a good thing. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Nah, I know. Just watching Grant Williams, I was like, You Yo. see
2: he matches up with guys like uh, yeah. he was guarding Giannis.
1: Perfect example. Or, like, he'd be down low with Bam, and I'm like, yo, how, how tall is this guy? He plays big. And then there's other times where, yeah. like, he's guarding Tyler Hero or Kyle Lowry, and I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, that's what I meant by yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, nah, no, I know. Yo, so. It's a I, good point, because it's, it's true. I, mean, I think It big, means you're watching. You're not watching on IG. You're watching I think a, <laughs> That's your favorite bar. Uh, the Celtics switching and their versatility with their length, right? I think that's big. Because, like, if you want to get, like, super nerdy and analytical, no team has played Golden State as well as them defensively because of their switching. And it's like per points, points per possession mark switching. People love analytics, right? So they always come with these new ones. Mm-hmm. But basically in, in like basketball for dummies terms, it's like how many points do you get off switches? Golden State was held to 0.85 points per possession on switching by Boston. To add context, everyone else that switched. Golden State was dropping 1.3 points. So basically a half point more mm-hmm. against everyone else. So Boston, the versatility, the length, the bigs, Mar- Marcus Smart, too. I think Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is like a $10 finals MVP bet. Like a little MVP. sprinkle. Whereas like if you're going to lay big money, you'd probably do it on. Tatum. Tatum, if around. you think Boston's yeah, going to win. Right. What do you think of, uh, I think, another key matchup in this, though he's impressed me a lot, is I think the coaching.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. Absolutely. Steve Kerr has f- been there, done that. First time he had coach. It's
1: a really good point. Absolutely. I like it. And what's really cool about this series, bro, is you got two very, even though Boston's played really well in the playoffs on the road, I believe they have eight wins now with that game. And they haven't been sharp at home. They haven't, dude. They haven't. Like, two hostile environments. I know the old Golden State Arena was way more lit and, like, the crowd just felt different. This one's more like uh, hipster San Francisco yeah, kind of vibe yeah, yeah. to it, where, you know, they moved, they built a new stadium. Like, that always, there's always a drop off. Right. I mean, you could attest to this. You're a Yankee fan, right? Wasn't mm-hmm. old Yankee Stadium oh, way course, more lit? Of and course. It, it just felt the stadium more used homey. to shake. Yeah, we're like, they, they made a new one, and it's like, oh, okay. Right. So two very unique places to play. What they, they called it Loud City, the old
2: arena, I think. Remember the Believe Warriors? They used to have yeah. those shirts, and it said Loud City on it, and the We Believe, without a doubt. And it was the way that arena was designed, too. It was something it, like, held the sound in, and it, the way it echoed off the walls was, like, a lot louder. I don't know. It was some, you could look
1: it up. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was a, There's that was a thing. There's something similar that they have in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Like in Oklahoma City, they built that arena to be like a college basketball. The Seahawks. Well, it'll never get
2: that. <laughs> it'll never get like that. But the Sea the Seahawks too, the Seattle right. Seahawks, and CenturyLink Stadium. It's yep. the same thing. The way it's like built and it's like built in like a bowl, like a fishbowl kind of and it. Like a lot. A out. lot of
1: that stadium's built similar to like English soccer stadiums, where it's you know. Good point. Yeah. It's a bad example in the sense where there's like eighty thousand people in Seahawks Stadium. But what they would do is, all right, look, we're not going to be able to compete with Chelsea and Arsenal and Liverpool and put eighty thousand fans from fucking like Queens Park Rangers. But let's build a stadium that can fit twenty five thousand, and the the seats go upward as as opposed to like going Fair, out. Yeah. It just feels like more like they're on top of you. Yeah. Well, that's how the garden is. That's what they say. It's like. Uh Except the thing that's wack about like the garden show. is you never see like everyone wearing all white, yeah, or all blue. That'll never happen. Well,
2: they'll give the shirts out, but the people yeah. don't like turn them
1: into like things to like. Well, nah, they also go there like after work in their suits and shit. Yeah. It's not as they're cool, cool states. Yeah, it's the corporate. It's the corporate seats. That's why they say that you know the, yeah. the real fans are in oh, the, the blue, blue seats. seats. The blue seats, absolutely. Even though it's five hundred dollars to get into the. Arena um,
2: also, another <laughs> thing I wanted to point it out is East Coast versus West Coast. So this is gonna be I, I'll put money on it. It's gonna be one of the be- and I always talk to Uncle Bill about this. If it was like. So it's an East Coast, you have a true West Coast and a true East Coast team, right? Mm. And the traveling back and forth. Give me the younger give me the younger team. I mean, you get enough days off, but I mean the traveling in terms of like you're younger, you don't need enough you don't need as much time to I think recover from like a long flight, whatever the case may be. But we always say I always talk to Uncle Bill and say that um When a team, that's like a dream scenario for the NBA is when you have an East Coast team and a West Coast team play each other. Because I feel like if it's two Texas teams, like we always say, or if it's like two, like when the Yankees played the Mets, no one on the West Coast is going to watch that. No one really cares. But if you get a team that's from the West Coast representing the West and a team from the East Coast representing the East and them two play each other in the finals, I think that's something to be said for like the dynamic and the regions and, you know, just in terms of, two sides representing each conference from that. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? I I agree and disagree because the way the series is laid out is game one and two, three days rest. Game two to three, three days rest. But then game three to four, two days rest. They play on the eighth and then on the tenth. And then games five, four to five is three days, three days, three days. So, yeah, it is a little bit more balanced. It's not every other day. It's every other other day. Well, when the game five, six, and seven come, if it goes to that, the
2: back forth, back forth. That's, that's one when, of the reasons why they do that. That's too. what I have in mind when that when that happens. Mm. It's you know the the Celtics are probably already out there or they're leaving. Like you know, they got to already be out there. When does it start? Thursday? Nah, it starts on Thursday. They yeah.
1: they probably leave. I, I'd say Wednesday. Nah, you think earlier? they I
2: think they're already out there play in two days to i mean it's a it's a lot i mean you, you could be right but like for me like if you know you're going there with the point i'm getting at is you know you're going there for two games you could set up shop all right we're gonna eat here this night we're here for two you're games. talking about we're gonna that for, for games five six yes, and seven yes yes yeah, yes. no, that sense. you get sense, the point yeah. i'm making like you, it's more of like a a, a, a a like a mental thing like all right okay we're gonna be here for two days let's relax we're gonna go here we're gonna go it's like
1: a routine you're trying to get into a routine this format is way better than what it used to be, Oh, bro. yeah, two three two 2-3-2 was horrible, son. Yeah,
2: but I'm saying the 1-1-1, one, one, yeah. one, now we're going here for one game and, you know, back to Boston for another game. Like,
1: I'd love to go back and check when it used to be 2-3-2, two, two, how many teams would win, like, game six and seven on the road. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a tough task, Yeah, bro. Back then, too. Like, that should have to be crazy. I love the 1-1-1. one one, one. one, one, one is the best the best, best one. thing yeah. that they did. Even yeah. though it sucks, because, like, the commuting, and I've heard, like, horror oh, stories sorry. of... Multi-millionaires, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but a lot of like the people in in sports media. When you got to go from Boston to San Fran, oh, I'm sorry, first world problems, right? You get yeah, come on, bro, Are you kidding? <laughs> I was flying the fucking uh in the
2: in the luggage area.
1: Yo, last thing I want to ask you: Um finals prediction and how many games? What do you got? All right, so I'm going. You want to get
2: really spicy? Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm going Boston in six. Boston in six. Boston in six. Boston in six. That's my number one. My number two would be Boston in seven. But I do think that they close it out at in home Boston. In Boston. You think about it from this. I don't think Boston's going to lose at home. I think Boston's going to go undefeated at home. And I think all they have to do is just steal one on the road. And I think that's, I think that's definitely possible with the lineup and the matchups that they have.
1: Boston in six is plus four forty. Plus four forty. Okay. Boston in seven is plus six hundred. Ooh. I feel like you bet both of those mm-hmm. as opposed to betting plus one thirty for them to win the finals. Cause chances are you're not gonna beat them in five. You know, I don't think you beat Golden State in five. Could happen. Yeah, it could, but I would say there's a reason why boston and five um, is plus 850. of course now i got something for you say you bet you say
2: you bet them like you're telling me bet them six and seven and they win in five you know how sick i'd be oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's terrible you go off on me
1: yo that's so bad but yo i i did say prior for the eastern conference finals if you want if you think boston wins a series Wait until after game one. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. Because mm-hmm. there's a huge trend which doesn't apply to the finals because you have extended time off. Where game seven against Milwaukee ends, and then they play two days later in Miami. Miami had, I think, about seven day, no, six days rest. Six days rest, yeah. So there was a huge trend where teams play in a game seven. That game one, they're like 21-49. and 49, And Miami beat them in game one. This one doesn't apply because they played on sunday they're not playing until thursday again yeah golden state's been chilling but if they were playing on tuesday like if they were playing tonight then i'd be like yo i'm full fading boston i think it's a little bit different here it doesn't apply as much mm-hmm. so to me i would i would probably bet boston to win in 6 at plus 440 or to win in 7 at plus 1 uh, at plus 600 And can i can i say something else too i like fuck it i like boston to win game 1 Hmm. I like Boston to win game one as well. I think So you could get Boston to win game one and the series at plus two sixty. That number is intriguing. That's to me. pretty juicy. Don't you think that's intriguing though? Yeah.
2: I mean it's not like impossible. Yeah. You steal home court after? They just came off a big game seven. Mm-hmm. They're rolling. They played more recent than Golden State did. Golden State's are relying on the three now, so they haven't been in game
1: shooting threes in what, how long? Have you seen some of the new things you could bet on? It's called Series Correct Win Order. Yeah. As if like, they don't have our money enough? Uh, yeah, seriously.
2: But it was cool because it was every other game with Miami and Boston. So it was Boston. No, it wasn't. Sorry. Miami won two. It was Boston one game one, right? Or no, Miami No, didn't. Miami, won Miami one game one. Miami one, Boston one. Miami, Miami. No.
1: It was 2-2 two, two going
2: right. back. Okay, and then it was 1-1-1-1. One, 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 one. Yeah. Okay. But you had to see that. So you could go you go Boston Golden State Boston, Boston Golden State Boston. 24 to 1. I like that. Kobe, too. It all comes full circle.
1: Wow. Yo. Okay, so Boston game one, Golden State game two. Game two. Boston Boston game three. Boston game four. Boston game four. So it would be Mm 3-1. Golden State wins game five. Back to Boston GGs. Back to Boston GGs. That's. I'm pretty stimulated right now. 24. There's a reason I'm the NBA GOAT. NBA GOAT. Yeah, so we have a running joke in our group chat. Anytime someone hits a bet in a certain sport, I just write. The sport and GOAT. <laughs> like You're yeah, the GOAT driver. You're an idiot. Yeah. But you're, all your shit's self-proclaimed, though. Yeah, no man. one says it. Our buddy Esso, shouts to Esso, man. Anytime he's told us to bet the Rangers, they won. won. Yeah. And he doesn't tell us to bet it every time. Yeah, it just... You know what he does? He sends the screenshot of the bet. Yeah. And we just all tail like it. Like 30, 30 yeah. minutes before. He's yeah, like, yeah, have yeah, a babe. day, boys. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll, you'll put in, like, a baseball bet. You'll hit it. I'll be like, yo, MLB GOAT. Eric will put UFC. Joey, out of nowhere, puts Formula One. We're like, all right, Formula One, go. He's like okay. two for two. Uh, yep. What am I, soccer goat? Soccer goat, yeah. Oh, well, dude. maybe after this weekend, maybe not. Oh,
2: boy. That's all right. It happens. Can't hit them all. Only the ones that I bet go over. Yeah. <laughs> yo, <for laughs> maybe real. it's me. I'm going to stop betting it. <laughs> for real. Uh, yo, I'm going to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to hear what you guys are so, I feel like I feel like I persuade you, kind of. Because you were like everyone and also nobody. I feel like I'm the only one that thinks Boston's going to win. Even analysts on TV, no, nobody's picking Boston, and I'm shocked. It's really not unless I'm missing something. Yo, if Golden State comes out and like just blows the doors off of them and like sweeps them or wins in five, I'm gonna be shocked, and I gotta reevaluate like how I'm looking at stuff. But I really don't think it's gonna be a cakewalk. Everyone thinks it's gonna be, bro. Where do they see that? Unless I'm missing something. Nah,
1: nah, nah. And I think you know uh, an interesting take, which I don't know if how many people have said this. The path for Boston has been way more difficult. I, I alluded to it in the beginning. I said the, the Pat Tatum had, what you beat the Nets yeah. on the road. K-B. Golden State, they oh, we were said chilling. Too. Easy. You Easy know, they call, they call some nice breaks, right? Easy you you play Denver when you play Denver, right? Mm-hmm. And then you play in the second round. Morant gets hurt. Morant didn't even play. Right. Played one game or two games. And the games that Morant played, you can make a strong case. You know, the drive to the lane in game one. Should have won that game. Draymond gets kicked out. Mm-hmm. They, they outshoot the Warriors. And then before you know it, you're down. Morant doesn't play. So that impacts them. And then you avoid the Suns team that everyone wants to play. And you play against Luca. Who Luca? yeah. He f- but he finally won a series for the first time. It's like we did have a pretty easy path to get there. So that would be something that I would say would make me hesitant being a Golden State backer. I will say that the way I would bet this series is Golden State's minus 160. I would take them minus one and a half. So to win 4-1 or 4-2 at plus 150. That's how I would bet that. So three condoms. It's not three condoms. It's a little bit more than three condoms. So we have these uh, also, so we add context so people aren't confused. Anytime someone makes a super safe bet, like sometimes I'll make a super safe bet, or if someone cashes out and be the cash out goat, we'll be like, Yeah, how many condoms are you wearing? Three or four? <laughs> That's, I don't think so, man. But
2: nah, Golden nah. State,
1: like Golden State to win. You ain't
2: giving the people value, though. I just gave them Celtics in six,
1: bro. What plus four is that? Plus four. And, and not just that. I gave them how they're gonna do it. So Golden State to win in six is plus five hundred. For them to win in seven is plus three fifty. Yo, can we timestamp this video and then just go viral? I'm gonna cut a clip. Yeah, yeah it's gone of the layout. That's the, I'm gonna bet that layout. I am too. Twenty four to one. That's pretty far. I just need um.
2: I just need the Red Sox and the Dodgers to win tonight, so I have money. <laughs> to
1: it. <edit. laughs> Yo, so check this out: Golden State in five. This would be the path for them to do it, right? I feel like 14-1. to 1, For them to do it, it would be they take care of business at home. So they win game one, game two. They drop game three. They steal game four, even though you think that Boston takes care of business. Mm-hmm. And then they close it out in five in Golden State. That's 14-1. to 1. That would be like the only way I could I see, them see that I winning see it that. in five.
2: I could see that. But like I said, I don't see them dominating them. Yo, also Boston undefeated after a loss. Something to be said, coaching, taking it personal, defensive matchups, paying attention to detail on defensive end, all of that. They check, they, checked, they checked every single box with that. And if you're going to have a team that defends the way that Boston
1: does, they'll always be in any game. It feels like a seven-game classic yeah, would make up for how absolutely. whack the postseason has been. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, that's why I gave I gave my heart pick, and then I gave my head pick. My head says Seven. I could see it going seven. But I really think, truthfully, like down bottom, I think it's Boston and six. I yeah. really do. It's the way they're they're rolling right now. And everyone's like, Oh, they can't score with the Warriors. It's gonna be I feel like the 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 Celtics are gonna put their imprint on the game and make it a defensive game. It's not gonna be first one to a hundred, like a traditional Warrior game. It's gonna come down to stops and defense.
1: You, I think. You wanna do an even bet? What? Just straight do? up? Yeah, straight yeah. up. Because uh, I, I like the Warriors to win. Okay, now I know you do. Triple condoms for you. <laughs> Everybody want to bet. Heavy favorites, right? Yeah. That's why we could do that. What do you want to do? Like 50 bucks? Talk to me. We could do dinner? that. Well, let's yeah, do a dinner. Yeah. we'll do dinner. Yeah, we'll do dinner. Yeah. Uh, and the way
2: you eat and drink, it ain't going to be 50 bucks. I'll <laughs> tell that. Oh man,
1: Yo, man, this was fun, dude. I'm excited. I'm excited. We're going to be uh, streaming the games, some parts of the games on playback. So the link is going to be in the bio. Um, only one episode this week because it's the NBA final. So you're hearing this on Wednesday. Give you enough time to take it in. Follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on YouTube. Website is going live on Monday. So you'll be able to get some merch on there. Nice. VeteransMinimum.com. we won't need to plug all this other shit we'll just be like yo veterans mm-hmm. shout out to the members of the patreon or your merch is going to be sent out on friday everyone who's been a member of the patreon for the last six months you are getting merch unless you didn't hit me up i've been talking about this all of may so congrats you gonna have to buy this merch but it was a way to give back to you guys for supporting the show uh Dunbar you're the man Thanks for coming on Of course We we'll always have fun And uh Let's see how this plays out Let's see if we can get Some more clips to resurface Like Tatum Luca That you like Yeah close course. Where can they find you Uh Nick Dunbar 718 Twitter's jumping Get at me on Twitter For sure I
2: love Twitter I love Twitter